Hey y'all, Coach Megan here. Um, I accidentally uploaded the wrong intro where you heard my sister for episode 157. Very excited to continue on in our veteran series, so stay tuned for episode 157. Five limiting beliefs to let go of for next pageant season. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast, hosted by sisters, former Miss Nebraskas, and a Miss Nebraska USA, and expert coaches, Ali Swanson-Mancuso and Megan Swanson-Rhodes. Every Tuesday, we bring you a life-changing, challenging, and activating episode to help high-achieving women win their pageants, massively transform their mindsets, and dominate all aspects of life, including elements both inside and what most consider traditionally as areas outside of pageantry. Allie and Megan coach high-achieving women in all 50 states and beyond, and live to see women conquer their dreams. If you're not already part of our powerhouse club, join the fastest growing group of winning pageant queens on the planet, linked in the show notes every single week. Now, let's get on to this week's episode. Hey everyone, Coach Megan here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about five limiting beliefs that I see in even my biggest high achievers. So whether you are a pageant veteran, and this is part of the pageant veteran seasons or uh, season (laughs) pageant veteran series, or if you are somebody who is brand new to pageantry, I hope that this blesses you. Um, And starting off with this, um, I actually relate to this first limiting belief really personally, which is I'm getting started too late, or I didn't grow up doing pageants. It's something that I hear all the time of a way that um, people disqualify themselves and I actually didn't start doing pageants until I did my first one when I was 11. I did NAM, just walked in, got a dress from Dillard's, didn't even touch the ground. I was too tall. Um, and I remember I wore my hair in like a nun bun on the top of my head and didn't place. Um, then I did NAM again, which I totally forgot about till recently um, when I was like, I don't know, 15 maybe and got first runner up to state. Um, and I did Anso when I was like 14 and one that got top 10 at nationals, but then I took like a million years off and did Miss Nebraska, um, which I would later win when I was 20 turning 21. And I remember I had all these limiting beliefs, which I'll define that really quick. A limiting belief is a state of mind or belief about yourself that restricts you in some way. These beliefs are often false accusations you make about yourself that could cause a number of negative results. Um, they, they normally start with statements like, I can't, I'm not, I'll never, I don't, um, things of this nature. And I think it's really important to ask yourself, who's saying that? And where did that come from? I, I ask my clients that a lot, or I'll say, who's saying that? And um, unfortunately, a lot, well, sometimes it's themselves, but unfortunately, a lot of times they can actually pinpoint exactly who's saying that. And it could have been a cheer coach growing up. It could have been a father. It could have been your mom who was just really hard on your whole life could have been a teacher, could have been whoever. Um, but I would say actually more often than not, um, it started with somebody else and then it, and then we adopted it into our personal mentality. And as a high achiever and somebody who wants to win in life, win in pageants, um, and create a legacy for yourself, it's really important that we identify what these, um, limiting beliefs are. Cause if you can't identify them, you can't get rid of them. And unfortunately, um, sadly, what I see a lot of times too is that people live with these limiting beliefs and have absolutely no idea that they are limiting beliefs. They just think that this is the best that I can feel. And they have no idea that there's a whole extra world out there 
of feeling amazing from the inside out, loving yourself, feeling confident, being able to communicate without social anxiety, um, and getting through a day without the mental anguish of overthinking everything that you say and do. And just compassionately, I say this, you know, several years ago, I'll never forget in college where I was a small fish in a very big pond. I moved 12 hours away from home from Omaha, Nebraska to Nashville, Tennessee. And I thought I was, you know, the stuff. And I remember I walked into my first day of Belmont. I had classes from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Back to back. I had like a, I think a 50 minute break um, during convocation hour and that's it. I couldn't even eat. And I was so exhausted. I called my mom at the end of the day and said, I want to quit. Like, I want to move home. I'm the worst singer in the world. Everybody else is better than me. I don't know what I thought I could get myself into. I'm a terrible human being. And as you can hear, a lot of those limiting beliefs right then and there were, I'm not good enough, you know, all rooted in I'm not good enough. And I would continue to work through that. I'm not good enough, which then would relate to I'm not pretty enough and would relate to I'm not smart enough and I haven't done enough, which are the other limiting beliefs I want to kind of walk through and talk through today. Um, And now at 29, I've been able to work through a lot of those and I can confidently say I am smart enough to do whatever I want to do. I am beautiful enough to do whatever I want to do. I am capable enough and I have done enough and I will do enough. So I think it's really important, like I said, to be able to identify these things. And I also want to encourage you that the way that you are today is not the way that you have to be tomorrow mindsets take a long time to build into what they are today and so they don't take a single day to dismantle it's going to take practice it's going to take um, the ability to consecrate your mind and to um, shove those thoughts away and to replace them with positive thoughts replace them with foundational thoughts that are in alignment with your values and um, so i just want to go over the top five that i hear with my clients even my most high achieving clients because everybody has these thoughts, but what we do with them and how long we allow them to linger is a massive part about what enables you to become a high achiever and a person who is very successful and plays at the top of their game or somebody who remains the same and will be having the same conversation in five years. So you pick which one you want to be. Okay. So like I said, the first one that I resonate with very personally is I didn't grow up doing pageants. I'm getting too late in the game. I got started way too late. And one of my favorite things to help people with limiting beliefs is to find, is to encourage them to find one person that is an example of something the opposite that your limiting belief is telling you. And what's so powerful about that is if you can find one person that is outside of that norm, then all of a sudden the belief is incorrect. And when you can actually prove that your belief is incorrect, then you, um, and I call it the what if principle too. Well, what if I wasn't a hundred percent right? What if not you know, getting started late wasn't 100% indicative of how I'll do in this pageant. If we can find one person that doesn't fit in that category, then your brain can start to say, well, if this is true, then what if something else is true? And what if I'm wrong about something else? And what if I'm wrong about something else? And it can really help to start rewiring that mindset. Take me as an example. Take my sister as an example. We both were able to win Miss Nebraska at a young age. And my sister had literally never done a pageant until she did Miss Omaha and won. So if it's possible for us, it's possible for you. Number two, another um, limiting belief that I see a lot is I don't have enough money. Um, we are very passionate. My sister and I, we are entrepreneurs. You know, we coach business women every day and women who want to be business women. And um, most recently, even just started coaching our first um, pageant woman turned business woman that was a former pageant client of ours. And we're very, very excited about that and to help her grow her business to multi six figures in two years or less, which is our goal. Uh, and on track for our goal of helping 1000 pageant women by 2033, which we're just jazzed about. 
And um, so I hear this a lot, you know, and I put my entrepreneur hat on. And one of the things that we do inside of the Powerhouse Club, um, one of our 12 categories that we work on throughout the course of the year is how to make money as a title holder. And if that's something that you're interested in, we're actually going over it, depending on when you're listening to this, watching this on YouTube. Um, we are on YouTube, by the way, just search Powerhouse Pageantry and you can watch the full episode of this, which we'd love to have you as a subscriber. Um, we see this every day and we, we teach this inside of the powerhouse club because it's super important we're teaching this in uh august yeah so if you're depending on when you're watching this um we're doing a full month on contracts on how to send cold dms cold email scripts how to talk to people how to close the deal how to get paid as a public speaker um, and then if you're not in the powerhouse club for the month of August, then you can purchase the course, um, which will include four trainings and, um, PDF trainings along with it and a note sheet and everything for two ninety seven. dollars So, um, if you're in the powerhouse club, it's just $97 a month. And if you are not in the powerhouse club, you can buy our course for two ninety seven dollars outside of it. So links are below for that. And, uh, we'd love to get you that information because I mean, Hey, you'll make your money back. So that's a no brainer, but it's also super fun to learn how to make money. And that's just the entrepreneur in me, but I just think it's fun to make money and to know that you have the capability of boxing your brilliance and what's in your head and your heart and people will pay for it. That's a pretty cool thing. So that's number two. Um, and you don't have to have a million dollars. You just have to have a strategy and you have to be willing to take massive and perfect action. You have to be willing to face failure. You have to be willing to face people. You have to be willing to get rejected and understand that you are not rejected just because you got rejected um, and to separate those experiences from your identity. So very excited to work with our team and with our girls on that this next month, starting today, which is super exciting. Um, the next three um, I'll go through kind of quickly, but these next three are things that I think that per people perceive to not be in their control, but they actually are wildly in their control. And these are, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, and I haven't done enough, okay? I'm not pretty enough. So I did my makeup in five minutes today, if you're watching, okay? I got my blue light glasses on because I've been staring at a screen all day. And I got donut earrings and bright pink lipstick. I never would have dressed myself this way. I got puffy sleeves. This is actually the, the outfit I wore when I got engaged, yay. Um, but I never would have worn this outfit even like three, four years ago because I didn't know who I was in terms of a fashion person. And Companion USA really helped me to find my look, which I'm extremely grateful for, and helped me to be daring and just try new things and explore what my fashion sense looked like, what, you know, how I can play up my features. But for a really long time, I thought I was ugly. I mean, I, I thought I was butt ugly. And I'll never forget sitting in AP stats class my senior year, comparing myself to another girl who didn't even go to my school. And I remember just thinking like, gosh, well, if I'm not a singer, I have nothing else to bring to this world. I'm too bold. I'm too strong-willed. I'm too opinionated. I'm too tall. I'm too brunette. I'm too fair-skinned. You know, why would the world want me? And to be able to undo that mentality and now build what we've been able to build over the last 10 years is really beautiful. Um, and so just proving that to you guys, that was a limiting belief that felt so real at the time. Um, you know, being passed over by all the cute guys in high school and nobody really considering me just unless I put myself forward and tried out for that thing and used, you know, my talent, which I was able to ride on for a long time. But I second guessed everything that I did. I mean, in high school, I 
still have moments where I'll replay conversations where people tried to embarrass me or told me that I should have been embarrassed for something that I did. And that's been something that I've had to work through over the years um, is not to question my initial instincts, you know, and obviously be refining and all these things. But um, there is a, it's a double edged sword or two sides of the same coin of pursuing greatness. Okay, how can I maximize my looks? You know, what is my look? I like middle part straight hair. That's my look. My hair is shiny. I like dyeing it dark brown. It makes me feel beautiful. I like, you know, emphasizing my eyes because I have big eyes and big lips, not so much emphasizing my ears because I have big ears and kind of finding my look. I like bold colors. I'm a winter, you know, all these things that made me feel beautiful. And so this limiting belief of I'm not pretty enough, I always think that people can do things with their fitness, their nutrition, drinking more water. Um, But even from the inside, like how you feel about yourself makes you more beautiful. Confidence is proven to be the number one most attracting quality out of anything in the world. And so you owe it to yourself to figure out the things that you are in control of and you actually are in control of how much more that you look than you think that you are. And this brings me to number two, I'm not smart enough. Um, And number three, or sorry, the last of these groups, which was actually number four and five. I'm not smart enough. So a lot of times I hear this from clients who might have ADHD. Uh, They might have a short attention span. They aren't traditionally smart or traditionally educated. The beautiful thing is, and Lana and I were just talking about this yesterday, my husband and I, is that, you know, you can consume more in YouTube in one day than people used to be able to consume in like an entire college course in like four months, right? So you are completely in control of how smart you wanna be. And smart is completely relative, right? I am not smart in engineering, but I'm smarter than an engineer when it comes to music. We could both stick a a piece of sheet music in front of our faces and it would look like braille to him and, or her. And then if if an engineer and I were looking at an architectural plan or the math of a bridge, I'd be like, count me out. You don't want me making that bridge, right? So remember that these things are relative. Pretty is relative. Late or early is relative. Rich or poor is relative. Enough, anything that has the word enough, enough money, pretty enough, smart enough, done enough, right? Um, I didn't start early enough. All these enough words are covered in shame and they're covered in just these nasty emotions that we really we don't have to like accept. They're not things that are mandatory in our lives. They're voluntary. And so change the scale of where that enough is. And you'll also change the scale of how you're criticizing yourself, which is really beautiful. And this brings us to the last one. I haven't done enough. So I would say that in terms of who we see, there's two major kinds of avatars. There's one kind of client that's done so much but there's not heart and there's not a why behind a lot of it. So sometimes we have to actually pare down what they've done and help them reconnect with the heart and less of the head uh, of like enough. But that person can even think that they haven't done enough, but really they're just not connected to what makes them feel the significance of the things that they've done. And then the other kind of avatar that we see a lot as well is somebody that maybe has social anxiety or maybe doesn't, you know, has a fear of, confrontation. So they don't reach out to a lot of people or volunteer as much, or they're very warm and they're kind of scatterbrained. And so they just forget and they don't end up actually taking a lot of action in a unilateral unilateral direction. Um, That was probably not the right word in a unified direction, but rather like 50 different directions. And then we don't know how to brand that or put that together. or They don't know how to brand that because it is very scattered. Right. So with that just comes the intention of maybe having a coach, maybe join the powerhouse club um, and getting that recurring person in your life that's supposed to act as those bumpers for you. 
So whether you're a business person and you need someone kicking your butt once a week to do lead gen or finish your VSL or set up your CRM or practice your sales script with yourself in the car, right? Or whether you're a pageant person and you just need somebody to give you guidelines on, is this paperwork good? Is my walk good? Um, do you think my platform makes sense? That's why we have coaches and consultants in our world, because there is a limitation to what you know right now in this very moment. And, um, you know, I was just talking with a multimillionaire yesterday and Lana and I were so grateful because I was talking about how I felt like he knocked 20 years off my learning in like a moment because I was willing to listen. And I just said, tell me what I don't know. Tell me what you wish you would have known when you were 29. And let me tell you, he gave me the best advice I've ever seen in my life I've ever received. And it literally made me want to drop everything and just go do what he told me to do because it will expedite Landon and I's success massively about 20 years in terms of just wealth and income and the, the legacy that we want to be able to leave and how we want to give back. And I'm interested in that, right? So being in the room where it happens, you guys are going to hear me say that a million times. Um, it's why we started the Powerhouse Club. It's why we're launching the Powerhouse Club this month with how to make $10,000 or more um, over the course of your year, which both Allie and I did as Miss Nebraska. And if you're interested in more of these tools and you want the best community, the best club in the world with all the club perks of getting all of these courses every single month for free, monthly challenges, the community, the app coming out later this year, all this fun stuff, then make sure you click the link below. It's pc.com powerhousepageantry.com and you guys can join the powerhouse club and learn all about it there's some fun perks if you purchase annually you'll get two months for free and a bonus course with camille schreier miss america 2019 2020 and also lessons from asia branch miss usa 2020 teaching you how to prep for nationals why you think they won and what the organizations are looking for so we've given you all that for free you'll save about 700 dollars of value that way Otherwise, as always, you can purchase month to month for $97. So super excited, y'all. Um, keep rocking on the podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to DM us on Instagram at Powerhouse Pageantry. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Hey guys, Coach Megan here. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are, near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already. And click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people and we'd love to meet you. And we'd love to figure out if you're a good fit for our program or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. We're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.